What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Let It Grow Investing. I am Jeff, and thank you very much, as always, for stopping in uh, today to have a little chat with me here about the market, about the economy, about your personal finance, uh, all things money, all things stocks and crypto. We're going to cover it all. Uh, but uh, first, I want to let you know that uh, if you are looking to get started with a portfolio, uh, I do have some links in the description to help you get started. Uh, whether it's a brokerage account or crypto account you're looking for, there are some links in the description to help you out. And uh, also, if you are you know, getting good value out of this podcast, I uh, definitely would appreciate a like, a subscribe, and a share. That would mean the world to me. And uh, we do have a uh, community of like-minded investors. Uh, it is free over there on Facebook, uh, Let It Grow Investing. Uh, it's a community page not a patreon you don't have to pay for anything don't have to subscribe anything like that uh so go ahead over there get uh joined up and uh keep the conversation going over there as well but uh with that being said i did talk today about uh some of the housing numbers that are coming out and we were talking about that on the facebook group uh like i just said on let it grow investing and you know, the, the housing numbers, the, the mortgage applications had uh, now fallen to a 22-year low. Uh, so a lot less people are applying for new mortgages as the 30-year uh, the rate's about 5.4%, which, you know, just uh, a few short months ago, it was in the low 3%. Last year, uh, we did a refi, and I think I'm at like 25 or 27 on a 15 so it all really just depends on when you got in, but obviously right now it's it's higher. And uh, those numbers are only gonna go up over the summer uh, until we kind of get that inflection point and the, the Fed stops cutting rates. And we find that new neutral ground. That's really what we're looking for. Uh, that does signal some different things, you know, that uh, not as many people are looking. Uh, you know, some people out there are saying that uh, the showings have, have definitely slowed down. And uh, really depends on the market, though. And also, the uh, the inventory is is lasting a little bit longer. It was, you know, if the house got posted, it had forty offers on it by, uh, you know, seven o'clock that night, and now it's taken a couple days or a week to sell a house, which is not too bad. But uh, it is slowing. We are seeing some demand destruction by these uh, higher rates, and also. We were looking at uh, inventory problems out of Walmart and Target. Uh, Target came out and said that they are cutting their uh, their outlook again. They have a bunch of different sales on a bunch of different items. A lot of things that they overordered. Uh, you know, from 2021, we had that whole shipping fiasco. They couldn't get things in, supply chain problems. So now all of it's coming in, and at the same time, they they have too much and not enough people are out there buying. So they have an extra, you know however much inventory i think it was something like 30 percent that they uh that they basically over ordered and one of the uh execs said you know eight percent you know you're you're getting to talking to from management 15 percent is is a big problem to have a 15 percent extra inventory and you know 30 30 plus percent is apocalyptic it's major problems major concern and uh the whole company's you know reacting and that's what we're seeing. You know, every, everything's going on sale. So if you're looking to buy stuff, um, you know, now could be a good time for some some good deals at some of these retailers. But uh, that being said, we're, we're looking, you know, what does that really mean? 
And we're getting to that point where there is just, uh, I, I think we're going to be at this inflection point where inflation is peaking. Prices are going to come down in a lot of these retail consumable items. Obviously, we're still going to see that uh, gas is going to remain high until some of these problems with uh, specifically in that industry are kind of brought down and we've kind of get some more demand destruction there. Uh, that number has come down. This, uh, or the use of oil and gas has dropped about 6% from the same period in 2019, which was obviously pre-pandemic. So we are using a little bit less, but uh, I think overall those numbers still have to really come down. We have to get some uh, you know, uh, problems solved in Russia and the Ukraine issues. That needs to come uh, to, to light. And obviously, even if that does get solved, I don't know that everyone's rushing out to buy Russian oil. So we still have to figure that out. Um, you know, we still have a lot of different, uh, hurdles to jump and cross in order to get oil back down. But, you know, the barrel on oil is on crude is about 122, 123. And so it's still trending up. So that one is still a bit higher. And I guess that kind of sounds contradictory that I'm saying, Hey, uh, inflation's coming down, but oil's going up. I'm, I'm kind of looking at the one group of like the consumable items. Those are kind of coming down. Yes, food, housing, uh, housing's going to trend lower. I do think that we're going to see some uh, prices coming back down in that area. We are going to have that oil price staying higher for a little, little while longer. Uh, hopefully closer to election time, I, I think someone's going to do something, release some more reserves or allow some different... Uh, pumping or drilling in some other areas to, you know, overall ease that, uh, that supply to where we have a little bit more. And, uh, hopefully by that point, some, some prices will start coming down. Uh, I do know a lot of people in a, in worse spot than I am, you know, in my business, I do a lot of, uh, landscape, things like that, where you're running a lot of mowers and equipment and things like that. Uh, granted, I don't have that big of a fleet, and, you know, some of these, and I'm really not driving that far either. My, all my sites are pretty local, but uh, some of the, you know, small business guys that I know are, are running 20, 30, 40 grand a week in fuel. And uh, that is really, really hard to, uh, to bear when last year, you know, it was six to 7,000 and now it's, you know, close to triple. Uh, so it's definitely hard for those guys. And, uh, you know, yeah, hopefully we get this uh, this straightened out sooner than later. But um, yeah, so once uh, once we kind of get all these numbers coming down, we've seen uh, you know some of those uh, inflation numbers coming down. We're we're watching all the recession talk, and again, some of the stuff that we say on here is possibly a little bit contradictory. Uh, it might be this way for one group or one uh, investor. And other times it's not, you know, last time I was saying, Hey, the consumer discretionary might, uh, you know, be a, a trade to get into now as some of this, uh, some of these stocks in uh, names like target or Macy's or, or Walmart come down, you can, uh, possibly get a, uh, position started in those while they're coming down. I still do think that oil is going to last a while longer um, even though I did say that, hey, you know, it might be time to think about going ahead and selling out of some of those names, maybe take a little bit off the table, cash in some of your gains. That's more of a talk for a trader. Okay. So for me, I'm, I'm long these names. These are long positions for me. I don't plan on selling them. I'm more or less looking to inform 
on some different things that I'm seeing out there, some different place uh, or plays to get in and when the uh, the PEs are low. So I'm looking at tech while no one else is. I'm looking at consumer discretionary maybe while no one else is. But uh, that's just kind of how I play it. I look for the PEs that are where I want to be or the, the prices where I want them to be. And I try to load up on those. Um, and, you know, that being said, I have made quite a few mistakes in my investing uh, career here. It's not foolproof. There's been a lot of ones that have been home runs and there's certainly been some duds. So take it all with a grain of salt. I want you to do all your own homework. It's not a matter of, hey, go buy this right now. I don't ever want anyone to think that uh, this is professional advice. I just kind of want to point out, hey, you know, get your money invested in something. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can all kind of get to that point where, hey, you know, I'm in a better spot than I was a few years back based on the fact that I was planning ahead, you know. And if this conversation leads you to uh, be in a better place in a few years, you know, thumbs up to you. And uh, that's ultimately why I'm here is to hopefully kind of push some people into making some better decisions with their money. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, all depends on really what you want your portfolio to be. I know my approach is a diversified portfolio where, uh, you know, some of them are going to do really well in a recession. Some of them aren't. And uh, those are probably probably going to be the ones that I would average down on or build that position through some uh, some turmoil. Um, you know, names that we have looked at, uh, you know, we well, looking at Alibaba today, man, 14% up on the day for Alibaba at one, one, 119.60. That one is still down uh, 41% for me. That one is still pretty rough. I did average down on this one back in March. I bought some more in the 80s. Uh, but like I said, it's not one that uh, hasn't had its problems for me. Uh, there's there's certainly other ones that I can point to that have really not done well. And, and then there's some that I can look at and say, hey, man, you know, I was really uh, thinking on that one. But uh, I think time is going to change all these uh, all these numbers. You know, they they look great last year. Some of them still are great. Uh, other ones just are not at the right place in, in the right market for them. Uh, so. That being said, I mean, there's a, a lot of different names out there that you should be probably looking to, but you really want to have a core portfolio of names that you really know and love and keep an eye on them. If uh, if you have, you know, say 20 or 30 names that you really want to have in a portfolio, uh, sometimes we have to really think, hey, what do I want to add and when? You know, it's not always a buy just because, hey, I, I saw it. And, you know, so-and-so on TV or YouTube or wherever said that this is a great stock to get into or they made a thousand percent or whatever. You really need to look at it where it is for you and where it's headed. Don't really concern yourself with where it's coming from because that's uh, that's old news. But uh, you always want to look at where that stock is going. And if it's an investable name for your portfolio, for your mindset, for your timeline, for all the things that you need to worry about as an investor. So make sure you're looking at all those things and uh, and not just getting lost in some of the noise that's out there. And uh, hopefully that'll guide you through some downturns in the market. Uh, I know it's helped me. I know that I've got some mistakes, but uh, ultimately, you know, I'm, uh, you know, back into the well into the green at this point. And, uh, you know, it did get rough there for a while, but we're, we are trending up nicely. And, uh, you know, the market has been a lot less volatile. That's what I've been seeing out there. We were getting these two and 3% swings in a day 
on a uh, a major index like the Dow or the Nasdaq S and P. And now you know we're kind of back to some smaller moves, one percent or less is kind of what I've been seeing. Uh, that's not to say that they can't get some you know big swings on some uh, some big announcements from the Fed or uh, housing numbers or this that the other. But right now it's been a little quiet, and uh, I'm I'm fine with that. We we had a lot of that whipsaw action, a lot of selling, and uh, you know even yesterday we saw uh, some some good moves up, and then I looked you know, later and the, the market came back, but then we got more buying coming in. So it wasn't just a, Hey, we started green and then we went red. It was, you know, green, less green. And then it just kind of, you know, went back and forth and we actually had some buyers coming in. And then today, you know, we didn't follow it up with a uh, awful day. We were down, uh, you know, less than a percent on the Dow, 89 points on the NASDAQ. We're back above 12,000. S&P is above 4,100. Uh, so a lot of these numbers are looking a lot better than what they were. Uh, so that's definitely helpful and relieving to see that we've got some traction. And uh, ultimately, when when Target cuts their outlook, the, the whole market doesn't fall apart. And then when this uh, mortgage uh, demand, the, the applications are down, the market didn't fall apart. It was still a modest day. It wasn't uh, that three, four, five percent sell-off where you you know you're just biting your nails all day. So, for a lot of those reasons, I'm pretty happy with what the market is doing, and I'm definitely curious to see where we go from here. Uh, I do think it is a time to uh, be very particular about what you're buying, and uh, certainly look at uh, all those numbers that we talked about, and really look to see where we're going. And uh, with that, I'm going to take a quick break. I will be right back in uh, a few seconds here. All right, we are back here on Let It Grow. So what are we looking at right now? Well, well, first, before I even get into that, uh, if this podcast is bringing you uh, good value, I, as I said earlier, please go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. And uh, if you're really getting good value out of the podcast, uh, please consider subscribing and helping out the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month. You can do that over on anchor.fm slash let it grow. And uh, with that, you know, we are looking at a lot of different news going on out there. There's been uh, quite a few things happening that uh, I feel are kind of noteworthy. So we're going to get into those. Um, we have, uh, you know, Ford is looking to skip the uh, the dealership model. They're trying to go the Tesla model uh, on their EV or electric vehicles. I was going to say EV vehicles, but that's kind of redundant. Um, so they are looking to kind of adopt that model. Uh, I, I guess that's been working for Tesla. They've kind of taken note. And uh, I think that could be the way of the future, probably cut out a lot of the middlemen and, um, you know, obviously have their margins go up. I'm sure that's what the game is going to be about. And uh, at the same time, probably take a lot of the price gouging out of the market as well as they can sell direct to the consumer. And um, hopefully that'll bring some of these these prices down. I, I heard of a an F-150 Lightning hitting the lot. Uh, the sticker was probably around 80 or 90, I'm going to guess. I don't have that actual number, but I know they were charging a markup and it sold for $125,000. Uh, I think that's ridiculous. Uh, I think the uh, some of the customers are obviously to blame that they are paying these uh, 20, 30% markups uh, or more on a lot of these vehicles. But uh, that is still going on out there. I know the uh, the market adjustments, we've seen it on, you know, sports cars or exotics in the past. But 
we never really saw it on, uh, you know, your everyday vehicle or pickup trucks. Uh, normally, they were still priced off of that, uh, the sticker price. So hopefully that uh, does, you know, some good things for the consumer. I'm not too sure how that's going to work for the dealers. But uh, hopefully that model does get uh, worked out to where we're not paying these, these hefty premiums for the rest of time. And, uh, you know, hopefully consumers wise up to the fact that they're overpaying for a vehicle. And uh, I'm sure a lot of them are going to be left uh, holding the bag when they go to trade them. But, uh, you know, that is what it is. And that's that's their new uh, new plan with the EVs. Anyhow, we'll see what that does for um, if that goes into the uh, ICE vehicles or if, if they adopt that any other way or what they do with it. But that's uh, that's what I'm hearing on that. Um, we are seeing. Well, actually, I just got rejected. You know, that's not fun. But uh, I'm getting rejected on my Facebook orders. I had uh, some orders open for Facebook. I think I told you that guys that last time. And uh, that those orders are still open. They have not come down to my price point. As I said, the market has not been as volatile. So they have not come back down to where I wanted to get them at. And, um, you know, Facebook is officially changing its ticker from FB to Meta. And the, the name of the company has already been changed to Meta Platforms, but the ticker was still FB. So any order that uh, was placed on June 8th or before was automatically canceled and you're going to have to re-enter it. So if you had open orders on Facebook, uh, you're going to have to change it. If you're looking to buy some Facebook while, or Meta, I should say, if you're looking to buy Meta while the uh, the PE is still, you know, much lower. I'm trying to pull it up here to see where it is. I know it was around a 15. It's probably pretty close to that. Now, um, you know, you're going to have to go ahead and, and put in an order for Meta. So if you're doing a search, just be mindful that it is no longer FB. Um, and I don't even think it's popping up as that. So maybe I have to search for Meta. Um, that's not working either. It just says zero dollars. So uh, maybe it's kind of doing that switch right now. It might be different by the morning. So I will come back and look at that. And then Apple had a, uh, a meeting where they are actually trying to uh, give the, the consumers a little bit more of what they want. So there's going to be a, uh, a text edit feature on the new iOS update on the, the message app. I'm a Android Google user, so I'm kind of a little unfamiliar with a lot of the Apple stuff. But uh, you're going to be able to change or delete your uh, text if there's a typo or if you say something that you probably shouldn't have said. Um, you're going to be able to delete that. Uh, they are also doing an Apple uh, payment platform, a, like a pay later, buy now, pay later, similar kind of to like a firm. And uh, that is going to be, I'm sure, hurting a lot of these other smaller payment plays as uh, everyone's already using Apple Pay or, you know, half of the, the country's probably using Apple Pay. And uh, that's going to be hurting some of the smaller companies that we've seen out there and ultimately another driver for Apple. So that uh, is kind of cool. And uh, I know one of the things I did like about the old uh, MacBooks was that mag, uh, the mag safe charger where it was magnetic. And, uh, you know, if you walk by and kick the cord by accident, you didn't pull the computer down. They are now re returning that uh, charger to the MacBooks. And uh, they're also going to have the USB-C uh, ports on there as well to do uh, document uh, transfers or things like that. And uh, so they're going to have both, which is going to be kind of cool. I think a lot. I think a lot of people like that MagSafe uh, charger. 
Uh, and then uh, a buddy of mine, his dad had a Tesla Model Y that was scheduled for delivery this month or early July. And now it is being delayed. Uh, I haven't really heard too much about this from other people. Um, but that one is going to be now delayed till December or January. So that one's kind of a, a shocker to me. I didn't see that one. Uh, I know the performance models, they're still getting those out a little bit quicker. The, uh, the long range models are taking a bit longer when you order them. So I don't know if it's one of those things where they're kind of pushing uh, priority to the uh, performance models and then they're, they're slowly getting the other ones out. I'm not too sure what's going on there. Uh, so, uh, that one is also of concern. What else do we have? Oh, uh, Under Armour is, uh, officially out of the S and P 500. They, uh, they got bumped out. So I know with some bad quarters there for them, some of their numbers were down. Um, you know, they, they ultimately, I guess, just didn't have the, the market cap to stay in. So they got booted out and you know what? I don't even know who they brought in. That's, uh, probably on my fault, but, uh, they did get kicked out. We did talk about uh, CrowdStrike. That is still a, uh, a definitely a trending type of business that I think is going to be doing very well going forward. Uh, you know, the tech plays had gotten beat down, but companies like uh, CrowdStrike, Palo Alto, uh, some of those other names in the space had held up pretty well. Why? Uh, because there's always bad guys and the uh, cyber hackers and, and everything like that are definitely out there and all these companies are slowly uh, building up their their web security and uh, you know they certainly need these companies so those guys have been doing well they just caught an upgrade from morgan stanley i think up to 215 dollars and uh, one that i think is going to have a very good runway for the next five or ten years so i've been buying that one uh the i did buy the dip that was there and uh, it's certainly one that I still want to add to. So if there's any more weakness in CrowdStrike, uh, I will be buying currently at uh, 178. But uh, when we look even at the one month back to uh, 518, which you know was not that long ago, 20 days ago, we were at 138. So we've gone up about $40 in about uh, 20 days. I will certainly take that. And um, yeah, same thing on uh, some of those other uh, web security companies. We are looking at Broadcom again. This one is still one that I really do like. Uh, one, it's got a decent dividend. It's 2.8% right now. Uh, PE is a 20. It is in that uh, semiconductor space, which I am still a fan of. Uh, I, as everything kind of goes to more web connected, things like that. Uh, and you know, the cars are still going to need more and more chips. Uh, Broadcom is still going to be doing that business very well. Uh, and then that VMware to where they're going to have more of that software side of the business and they're going to kind of integrate the two. Uh, that is definitely going to be helpful as well. So this one still has a 25% upside. So I still really like Broadcom. It is a long position for me. I did get in uh, many moons ago at this point and it has served me very well. This is one that I actually will say that uh, is probably one of my top uh, top gainers. Let's uh, Let's take a look where they are here for me and uh, broadcom avgo um yeah i'm I, i'm definitely grateful for this one so it's uh my my yield on it would probably be about double so i'm probably more 5.6 percent yield on invested capital uh but this 2.8 uh six percent 
They are known to grow their dividend. They did just announce another, I believe, $10 billion in stock buyback. Uh, you, you know, you add that in with the $60 billion uh, deal for VMware. There's a lot of different reasons to get into this business. I think it's in the right spot, right time. Uh, they've got the, the software, the cloud, and, you know, they got all the chip business and all the growth drivers that they've got there. Uh, they do have a lot of upside. They, like I said, they, they've been upping the dividend without even doing the buybacks as well. And they've just keep kind of returning stuff to the investors. So that's one that I definitely do like one that has served me well. Uh, and then we even, uh, you know, I was looking at Blackstone a while back and they were $97, $98. And now they're, uh, they're down today at, uh, 116, but they definitely had a nice pop from where we were looking at them. Uh, you know, we look back to uh, 511, they were $96. So they're certainly moving up too. And that dividend is about 3.8%. Another one that has served me very well. Uh, PE is a lower on that one as well, 16.3. So one that I still think is uh, probably going to be a good buy if it uh, has some weakness. And this one's also got 26% of upside with that hefty dividend. So uh, there's another one that I think could uh, could do well going forward. Certainly, if it comes back down closer to that $100 mark, it's, it's kind of a no-brainer for me. But um, yeah, you know, still the stocks that I'm kind of staying away from, I am kind of see some of them work, some of them don't for me. But uh, a lot of that, uh, the tech plays that really are not profitable yet. Um, if you want to build that position, I know a lot of you guys do, you know, be mindful. You know, things could certainly get worse if, uh, you know, some of this, you know, the next... Um, Reed comes out and we are in a full-blown recession, that could be a uh, talk where these companies come back down. Uh, they're not going to survive as well as some of the pharma or oil or you know consumer staples, things like that. So I try to talk to a little bit of everyone. It's a little bit hard to say, hey, this is for you, this isn't, uh, when you're talking on a podcast. But uh, ultimately, I think you got to be mindful. You really got to look at what is going to work for your portfolio. And how risky do you really want to be? Uh, you know, these these companies that have these nice dividends, that is something to to lean against. And at least you have this money rolling in where it's buying more shares as things kind of sell off. So uh, if that works for you, I think these are some names that could really do well in that growth and get you a dividend. And they're doing a lot of good things for the, uh, for the shareholders. Um, and that being said, uh, that's uh, pretty much what I got on that uh, little bit of news here. And uh, then we are back to the uh, the Weeble Investing Challenge. I didn't have a, a second to talk about that yet. But uh, what are we on? Week, week 24 we are on. And we went ahead and bought Simon property this week for week 23. I am putting in $200 of my money into the market every week based on what you guys say on the, the group poll that I post every weekend and uh, ultimately, I will be buying that one the, the following Monday. Uh, so I went ahead and bought uh, that Simon property. And let's see how the uh, the portfolio is doing now. We are down uh, 12%, down about uh, 7 tenths of a percent today. And uh, Simon's down a little bit. But overall, we are trending up. We were down about 20% at one point. And uh, this one is kind of coming back a little bit. Google's looking good. Chevron's looking good. AMD is up 15% since we bought it. Uh, when did we buy that? Probably, ooh, 
Week 19, we bought that one. So that one's had a nice little 15% run in five weeks. Uh, a lot of other ones are in the red. You know, we still got some other uh, growth stocks that are certainly beat up. Uh, Honest Company is looking bad. Shopify is looking bad. Ford is down pretty significantly. Even NVIDIA is down on this one. That was from that week one purchase. Uh, but as I had said many times, I was buying this in my brokerage account as uh, it did come down. So I'm, I'm doing much better on my brokerage account for NVIDIA than on the Webull. But uh, also one that I would, you know, kind of lump into the uh, the Broadcom, um, you know, CrowdStrike kind of names would be NVIDIA. Certainly one that I like. But uh, as I was kind of getting to for week 24, we got five names here for you. We've got uh, Starbucks, SBUX. We got uh, Mercado Libre, M-E-L-I. We've got C Limited, S-E. We've got Disney, D-I-S. And we've got Nike, N-K-E. So please go ahead, get over there to Let It Grow Investing on Facebook. If you are not a member, please go ahead and join. As I said, it's free. Uh, there's there's no monthly subscription, no nothing like that. We're just trying to build a, a good community of like-minded investors over there. Uh, and get your vote in for what you want to see us add to the, the Week 24 uh, Investing Challenge purchase. So it'll be one of these five names. And uh, please get over there and vote it up. And... Uh, yeah, that's what I got for you guys today. So hopefully that brought you some good value and uh, you learned something. And I definitely thank you guys for stopping by. So I will catch you guys in the next one. Take care. Thank you for stopping by here on Let It Grow Investing. Please make sure to like, subscribe and share to build a community of like-minded investors. If you do have questions for me or for the group, you can find us over there on Let It Grow Investing Podcast on Facebook. This is not professional financial advice. I am not a professional financial advisor. Please make sure to do all your own research before investing in any security. I do have links in the description to help get you started on E-Trade, Webull, Crypto.com, and Binance. And a friendly reminder that a goal without a plan is just a dream. So go ahead and build your plan, uh, design your portfolio, and stick to it. Thanks for stopping by. I will catch you guys in the next one.